Turn to Psalm 150. The Psalms were songs that were sung together at various points in time. So let's read all, all six verses together, if you don't mind, starting in verse 1, and you'll read with me, please. Praise you, the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with a timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. So now my message tonight is to praise the Lord. I believe uh, according to Psalm 100 that God has called us to come before him. And as we come before him, we come before him with thanksgiving. And then after we have uh, been uh, thankful unto the Lord for the many things that he's done for us, we come before him and approach him and praise him just for who he is. So tonight I want to center my thoughts upon who is the Lord and let us praise him simply because who he is. He is worthy to be praised. Amen. He is worthy to be praised. Now, uh, Mama took the Bible many, many years ago, and she held the Bible in a very special way that only Mama could hold it. And she, she taught me something about God that has stuck with me all of these years. And as a little boy, she said, look at the back of the Bible. Look at the back of the Bible. She said, son, here on the back of the Bible, it says, holy Bible. God is holy. Now, I wasn't saved. I didn't know what the word holy meant, but mom had connected with me and uh, had built a relationship up with me, and I understood that when she said, this book is holy, you could tell by the expression on her face. You could tell by her lips. You could tell by her hand. This was something valuable that I needed to know, and I considered it an epic moment in my life to understand that God is holy. Now, I've been studying the Bible before I got saved. I got saved in 1963, and I was studying the Bible before I, I got saved. I won many contests and so on and so forth in the Bible and churches and, and et cetera. But I got saved when I was 16 in 1963, and God uh, loved me and, and chased me down and saved me. And one of the things that I have learned over and over and over again is to always start out with the reality that God is holy. The footing and the foundation and all the meaning of who the Lord is, it means that he is holy. The essence of God is that he is holy. And so when we come to realize that God is holy, the beautiful things that comes out of God that we'll be talking about is, uh, is an expression of that holiness. It was in uh, 1964, I was sitting around a table and uh, dining, at a dining hall and uh, the, all of the people there was giving their life verse. I was so thankful that the time was over before they got around to me because I'd never heard of a life verse. I didn't know what a life verse was. Uh, a lot of things they didn't teach us hillbillies down there in Arkansas, and that's one of them, uh, not in Arkansas, but the, uh, uh, where I grew up uh, near Branson, I didn't, never heard of a uh, life verse. 
But I believe the Lord directed me that night as I began to seek the Lord and seek the word of God, and he brought me to Philippians chapter 3, that I may know him. Now the verse is that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of suffering, being made conformable unto his death. But there's way too much for us to discuss here in, in 10 minutes. And uh, the point that I want to try to get across tonight is this. God is extremely, extremely uh, holy. The next year, my preacher gave me a book on Thesian Systematic Theology. And in that book, he tried to explain a little bit of what God is. And uh, one thing God is, is that he is always present everywhere. He is everywhere present all the time. To me, my understanding is Bill Clark, I understand that the greatest promise in the Bible is that he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us. Let us praise the Lord because he's every, ever present all the time. Let us praise the Lord because he's omniscient. He knows everything. Now, I've been saved a long time, and I've made thousands and thousands of decisions, and sometimes I've made my decisions based on my wisdom. What a foolish way it is to go when you got all the wisdom of all the universe and all of the knowledge of everything at your disposal when you understand that God is wise. Let us come before him and thank him that he's uh, always present. Let us thank him that he is con uh, continually uh, wise. Let us not only praise him for his presence and praise him for his uh, knowledge, but let us praise him because of his power. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. How can we know that? Because he has all power. You take all of the power that you can imagine that man has been able to uh, put together and use for his resources, and that's amazing. But he has all power in all of, of the universe. He made the stars also as one of the most amazing things that I can ever see in the Word of God. I grew up in the Ozarks there, and you could see the stars down here. Now, in the city, you don't see the stars, but beautiful, beautiful stars. On December the 21st, there was going to be an alignment of uh, Saturn and Jupiter there. Uh, and they align in this particular manner every 800 years. They, they align in different manners every 20 years. But anyway, it's amazing to me. God's timepiece and God's time clock is so significant. Let us just praise the Lord Why he's everywhere present. He knows everything. He's all strong and he's immutable. Sometimes people talk about me being faithful. I'm not faithful, but my friend God is faithful. Amen. He is faithful and his word is faithful to a thousand generations. You can count on the Lord. Whatever he promises, he'll come through. So uh, God is faithful, he's immutable. What, that's his non-moral attributes. And let us praise him for who he is and that he is totally uh, holy. And uh, he's not only holy, but he's just. He is just. I don't pray for the justice of God, though. I don't pray for the justice of God for me. I, I, uh, I pray for the uh, next uh, one that I think about when you think about the moral attributes of God is that he is merciful. God has been so, so, so merciful to me. So merciful to me. Brother Collins did a great job of uh, talking about praying and what a, what a challenge it was to me. And uh, it's, a, it's a blessing to me to think that God is merciful to me. All of my children are saved and my daughter is here and brought me here tonight. And uh, my son goes to church with me. My other son went to church with with me also until he moved farther away over about 40 miles away. 
And uh, God has been extremely, extremely merciful. God is truth. Let us praise him for truth. Praise the Lord for he is truth. And <clears throat> the, uh, boy, 10 minutes goes fast, doesn't it? Wow. I, I don't know whether I'm having a lot of fun, but uh, it, it is sure passed in a, in a quick time. And uh, one other reason we ought to praise him, according to the outline I got in 1965, is that he is good. God is good. He has always been good. Everything that he, he has ever done was good. Gary Appelt came to me and stood, and, and just a few uh, inches from me uh, was his dad's casket. Gary Pelter got saved out of a, a Roman Catholic background, and his di dad died a Roman Catholic. And he came to me and he said, you mean to tell me that my daddy is in hell right now? Uh, and uh, what, what, does, what do you really believe about that, Pastor? And I told him, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? God has always done and always will do and only can do that which is good. And when we get to heaven, we'll know that if there's any question about any decision, we'll know that God has always been good.